Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Wellington. This is B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM and I am Sadie and I am Laura and today is Laura's show. I'm just here. I'm just going to be the minion. I'm just going to sit here and push buttons. Thank you for that intro, Sadie. (laughs) I just wanted to fully pass over responsibility there. There you go. Um, and thanks for joining me in the studio. Um, we have a special guest today who's um, a friend of the show. Uh, our guest is uh, a singer and songwriter who performs under the name Lost Bird. He has just completed a 52-week songwriting challenge, writing a new song every week for a whole year. And um, he's, you know, been on the show before. I'm, maybe you've heard him at such hits as Garden's Magic. Uh, welcome back to the studio, Ali Witten. Kia ora, thank you. Yeah, good to be here. Hi. <laughs> had a paint job since I was last in. Yeah, what do you reckon? How's the Access Radio Studios looking? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Need some more stickers, though. Oh. <laughs> I brought a five-year-old, so. <laughs> That's right. Also uh, joining us in the studio is uh, Ali's son, Jack. Who loves soccer and ice blocks? That would be fair to say, yeah. And Transformers. Oh, and Transformers. Yeah. So he's going to be providing oversight and tapping for the interview. <laughs> and he can say hello. You can say hello to the audience if you want to, but you don't have to. No, no, thank you, he says. Okay. Um, so, Ali, um, great job completing your song challenge. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've spoken about it, I suppose. So it's Woo-hoo! kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, how did it go? Um, it went. Yeah, it went. Uh, it was hard. It was really hard. Really hard. But, yeah, it's done. <laughs> um, and then, and it's and it's been. Yeah, it's like every everything that you ever undertake. Um, that's a project you don't fully understand. You don't understand it at the start, so um, you don't know really what you're letting yourself in for. And then, yeah, there was definitely. Yeah, it was definitely hard. I can go into more detail later, I suppose, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, but. yeah. So um, what, um, I guess in general, what's it like to write a song every single week? It is, um, it's, well, the good thing is, is it's like it's like going to the gym creatively. So you look back and you're like, I've got better. And you get mm. better at what you're doing. And the point of it is that you sometimes if you go to, I don't know if you go to the gym, um, if you go to the gym, sometimes you're just not feeling it and then you end up having a great session and other times you're feeling it and you don't have a great session. And it's a bit like before this project, I'd just thought, oh, I just wait for the whatever big enough feeling to rise up inside me enough that I need to do something and write a song about it. Whereas just turning up and having to write um, means that you end up kind of... Um, seeing the world differently so so seeing things differently and noticing things you end up um intertwining things that would not have been intertwined so like there's one week i think specifically where three separate things happened that wouldn't ordinarily be in a song and they 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 had to like i just linked them up because why not 
Um, and then you become less precious as well, which is really good because you've got to just do these things and let them go and let them be what they are. And yeah, so it's, so it's, so it's really cool. But um, it was also really hard because it, every Sunday night I'd have this like deadline and then I'd maybe meet it or maybe meet it one day late. And then by Tuesday it was be like, ah, just have a rest. And then before you know it, it's Thursday um, and I've got to write another song by Sunday again and demo it and record it and stuff. Right. And I also have like sh- um, shared care of my little human, which is awesome. Um, so that was basically one free weekend every two weekends to actually do anything. So yeah, the, 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 some weeks were just two, two nights a week really where I had two evenings to try and do it. So it was often after he was in bed and... Mm. Exhausting, but yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Were you doing full length songs? You didn't ever cheat and go. This one's thirty seconds. Yeah, pretty much full length. Um, yeah, pretty much full length. I'm just um, managing a little human. Um, yeah, pretty much full length, and um, uh, sometimes just verses, no chorus. But um, but yeah, <laughs> never never just an idea. It was always like something kind of re- relatively solid um and uh i'm just gonna get him going on some si- quiet cutting <laughs> sorry here you go um yeah so um and then but sometimes there was a couple of songs in the 52 where i evolved an old idea when i was really really short of like time really mm-hmm. yeah. um so w- were you writing about what happened that week was that the typical process or- uh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because I guess it's, I mean, you can listen now back to the 52 or look at them and I could be like, oh, there's, se- there's some seasons there. Right. Um, and I often drew, you know, there was one song after New Year where I was like, oh, I really had quite a nice relaxing Christmas, nothing much banging around my head. So then it was just describing the weather um, of the of a, of a trip I'd been on and then it became a whole thing that's, that was a valid songwriting idea. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So before, let's talk about like Lost Bird before these la- la- the last year of songwriting. Like what what were you up to musically and songwriting wise before this whole journey began? I just had to write a new a new bio, and I think um, the way I summarize it was, I mean, long before it was, I used to play in the UK um, under my own name, and then came to New Zealand and, and really had just kind of a bad experience and a burnout from really trying to give everything to music. So at 27, came to New Zealand, gave up music, restarted as Lost Bird that reframed like kind of a new beginning for me. But then the last decade has been like punctuated by firstly like taking less pressure off myself to sort of really push hard at music because that was what imploded. And then Mm -hmm. secondly, um, uh, Yes, secondly, punctuated by some health problems that, um, yes, I had kind of chronic fatigue 10 years ago and then, yeah, long COVID a couple of years ago. And so, um, and then punctuated by, yeah, um, a, you know, a life of endless separation that, um, and, and you know, before that, uh, the birth of a beautiful little human that it takes a lot of your time. So, yeah, it's never been, uh, it's, I haven't been throwing everything out of music. And so in a way, the last year's also been, feeling like my old self again back in London of really loving writing and discovering new things and actually I've learned um learned um that I barely scratched the surface of the musician that I could be and I really still have haven't um so yes I'm kind of driven to improve a lot more now yeah well I was just looking at some of your song titles actually and I saw you don't get strong from an easy life (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, sounds like a lesson you maybe learned. Or yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was a, that was the cathartic song out of the chronic fatigue. Yeah, ten years ago, um, something funny, funny my old man once said was like, Ali, you've got to, you, you maybe want to decide if you're writing music to be cathartic or um, if, because you want people to like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he didn't actually quite phrase it like that, but that's how I tell it now. But yeah. Um, and then I suppose like the 52 songs is like half, some of them have been cathartic, some of them have been like, I'm just going to try and make something people like. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And talk about the very start of the challenge. Like how did, how did the idea come to you? And also where did the commitment come from? Because yeah. it could have been something that, you know, petered out in six weeks, yeah, but yeah. Um, it it really did go the distance. Uh, well, I'm like a, I'm a cheat and I'm lazy. So I'm I'm lazy when I came to New Zealand because I'm actually a New Zealand citizen and I was born here by luck, oh. you know. And I'm lazy when, like when I come to a project like this because I wish I could say it was some sort of swelling inside of me that really wanted to achieve something different. But it came from catching up with an old friend in the music industry who is doing what he does and, and loves doing it. And having some time and saying, oh, I'm working through one of my songs. And the discussion of, of, do you write a song a week? Do you just kind of, are you still writing? Do you write a song a week? And I said, no, I write a haiku a week. <laughs> like, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lucky. Um, and, it, and he said, oh, no, you should do it. And then, um, and then working through a bit of a song with him. And he was saying, this is a good song. Like, um, and he, he was able to sort of say, um, I can support you in making a record um, if you, but I've got a deal for you, like write a song a week and see what, let's pick 52 at the end of the year. So, yes, yeah, so that was kind of the rough vibe. Yeah. So wow. the, the aim this year is to then work with that friend and, and anyone else who wants to listen uh, to pick some good song, pick some of the songs from the 52 to make an album. And then I guess that'll be my first Lost Bird album um, and really, you know, no expectations yeah. on that at all, which is cool. Was that goal of an album a big motivator for you? Yeah, because actually even before that last year, I'd gone into the studio, I'd booked studio time before I got double whammied with COVID. And I booked studio time because I was like, I am nearly 40 years old, I am 40 now. And I, and I haven't, I've just got all of these songs and I haven't documented. So pr before the 52, I've got like, another hundred and I haven't documented them and I'm just I was scared I was going to just forget stuff and not have anything so I really I went into the studio for one day last year the year before last even um just in uh, to just try and book a day and just play as many through as possible with no goal of releasing it just to like literally document them and it's always been yeah it's been a goal to make a nice sounding not complicated, not overproduced record that represents who I am um, as as this lost, as lost bird and not yeah because I made some records when I was under my own name in the UK but you know they were young emo <laughs> juvenile records and now I and I make one that just represents what I listen to, what I like, how I see the world yeah yeah um, can we hear a song? Absolutely can yeah, yeah pick a number. Um, yeah, I was random number thing. generator. I don't know what to out play. Out of fifty-two or out of um, one hundred and fifty-two? Yeah, I can play the first <laughs> song that was the one I worked through with my friend, and then yeah, see what you think. Um, I'm going to take my headphones off for this. And can you can you hear that okay on the? Sounds good. Yeah.
Always feel better for talking with you. All worried waters subsiding. And even if the winds are rattling the panes of my home, I'll dig deep, keep on trying. And I don't need to kiss you, I'll try not to love you. I don't need to be where you are. But I don't want to lose you, I want to be near you. You got somebody so quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my A day is breaking, the zephyr is stirring, light fills the place that I wake. And all hopes beside me, indifferently waiting for something I will never say. And it isn't the weather, the bird song, or heartache, it isn't a sky full of stars. But it's not just a nothing, it's definitely something. Sometimes it's best to quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Our kind of people sense life too easy. Space cadets lost in a dream. In the glow of a gaslight, I tell myself sadly, nothing is what you believe. And I wish I could focus on books or a movie, but the truth is I can't even start. So I wait in the ocean to feel something different, to slowly submerge this and quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Quiet my heart. Even saw Jack dancing then. <laughs> I wish I could say he was the number one fan, but <laughs> I said, "What's your favourite song?" He's like, "Oh, there's too many." <laughs> well, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that, Ali. Um, so, when you do, you want to say something more about that song in particular? Uh, I don't know. Oh no, I mean, but it, but it's symbolic of the represent, like of of really. You know, that week, so was it 
to slowly submerge this. I wade in the ocean to feel something different, to slowly submerge this and quiet my heart. Like I was really into just dipping in the ocean for like three or four <laughs> weeks. So I was like, just put that in the song. So it was just like literally, um, yeah, tying in. And then I wish I could focus on books or a movie. So I was going through an ADHD diagnosis at the time. So, um, yeah, it's sort of like everything reflected in those songs. It's cool. Well, um, is there a way for people to listen to them at the moment? The best way, no, no, it's yeah, the best way short, is no. um, listen to this show right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best way is um, is Instagram because there's like lots of little clips on there anyway. And um, uh, yeah, so Instagram, uh, Lost Bird Sings is the handle. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I've got a show coming up on the 20th of March at mm. Meow, Wednesday the 20th of March, um, supported by um, Gabriel Bond, who... Um, is a amazing local singer songwriter. Um, check out his single "Survivor" if you can. Um, it's on all the platforms. And um, yeah, uh, and then yeah, I'm trying to whittle down 52. So I'm pretty open. Uh, I, I like generally when I posted a song, I'd get like four or five likes. <laughs> so you know, not really double digits. Come so, on, B siders, let's try and yeah, double yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really open to people like um, messaging, and if the, if you want to listen to the 52, just reach out. And I'll send you the 52 shared link. It's a Google Drive folder and yeah. there's a little spreadsheet. Um, and I was flattered the other day when I, a workmate um, and friend at work was like, I'll listen. And then he went home and listened to all three hours and 45 minutes of them that night and made his own spreadsheet with cross-correlation of like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was like, um, so, f and, and already just, just from one person doing it, they're hearing things in songs that I didn't hear. So, um, yeah, there was a song that I wrote thinking it was the best song I'd ever written. And then the next day I was like, this is the most boring song I've ever written. And and he was like, it's one of the better ones. He, he was, so it might be the better, but we don't know yet. So I need more opinions. So yeah, wow. Um, I will ask you more about how you're using social media and inviting like people to give feedback on songs like that. Um, but I wanted to ask about what constitutes writing a song for you? Like, oh, yeah, cool. what ticked the box for your challenge? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't even know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I suppose so. I didn't do any instrumentals. So and, and really lyrics was like, I'm not a great musician. I'm not a great singer. Like I feel most confident with words. Um, so um, so lyrics were always going to be a part of them. I write lyrically. I, I, I like articulating things through words. Um, yeah, and then I guess it's it's a 70, 65-70% complete idea. And when early on when I was like listening to podcasts to understand what makes a good song and just trying to absorb as much as possible, um, something resonated, which it, which it is that it has a central idea. It's got some sort of central idea. And a lot of people maybe wait for that idea. But like the example I said earlier, the new year when I just started writing about the weather, that then became you found the idea just by blurting stuff out um and then and also for all of these 52 songs there's several that the idea you know there's verses and verses of stuff where an idea never emerged but you don't sometimes you find it by just splashing paint and seeing what happens yeah mm. yeah and would you need to have like a song structure like you talked about making demos like you need to be able to perform that song is that part of what yeah what the song I, needs to be able to achieve 
didn't that, yeah that was a loose rule um yeah because um yeah so some of them by no yeah so some of them I tried to like write from from a beat upwards so stuff I'd never done before like I'm not I'm a folk like a, a folk acousticy guitarist thing and so one like song twenty six which I suppose is halfway through the year I was like I'll try and write something electronic so I got a beat and I got a hard electronic bass line and then I put some synths down and just tried to um, build something like that. Um, and so, yeah, probably I could play it live because I still understand music enough to just transpose it onto a guitar. But um, hmm. uh, yeah, and so and definitely some of those songs would I'd almost be I'd write the loose melody by bashing it around. Um, sometimes record some a part into the program that I use, and then um, write the whole melody as part of the process. And and then yeah, so my end result was always a demo. But but it's sometimes that melody and that that vocal line had never been sung completely against a backdrop of an instrument. Yeah, so sometimes it was like just literally creating piece by piece, and sometimes through blood, sweat, and tears at like <laughs> midnight when I were just really wanted to go to bed. Yeah. How was your uh, electronic? How's how's your EDM? Was it good? Well, that friend that listened to all of them like really liked that one. He liked like, that he liked one. <laughs> it's not. It, 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 I think even if you were if you were a folk musician trying to do electronic, it still doesn't sound different too much from a a folk song. Right. And I guess I layered a few guitars in there as well. But like, um, and and in a way, and so I just wrote. So that's a good example of me writing off a song, thinking oh, I just tried to make an electronic song. Um, I don't, I don't, don't think it means anything, and writing it off. But actually, there's still lyrical ideas in there, and still melodies in there that um, work o- work okay. And I, but I write it off because I was like, oh, that was just a rookie trying to. I was just thinking, imagine people who do this for like ten years listening to this, going, he's obviously he's just found synth sound B, <laughs> for like <laughs> underneath it. And, yeah. um, what what else? What other like new uh, genres or musical ideas did you pull out of the bag to try to like make different sounding songs through the whole year? Well, great question. And like the one that springs to mind is I was like, well, I, I can't do 52 songs and not rap. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, so what I did was like, I got this song that was like a bit aggressive, um, sort of protesty song. And, and then I was like, I'll try, I've got to just try doing these things and not be precious. And so I was like, did so spitting out some lyrics. It sounded like more like somebody reciting poetry to a beat than um, uh-huh. than rap. And so yeah, you and I put it really low down in the mix, so you can't even hear um, the words too well. And then I was just like, that's done, and I feel a little bit sick in my throat now. So like, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Um, but then the other stuff was like, you know, I, I bought a piano and a uh, digital piano in February last year, like two or three weeks into the thing. And um, I took lessons 14 years ago, but couldn't really play like I can't play. Um, and um, yeah, I, there's piano songs in those 52 and oh, wow. I'm taking proper lessons now. And uh, with the aim of, you know, on, on March the 20th, I'm going to play a piano song live for the first time ever in my life. Wow. Like, just scary. Yeah. And it still sounds pretty, pretty beige. It'll, it won't sound like. Um, it won't sound impressive. <laughs> you won't go, wow, how many hands has he got? That sounds amazing. <laughs> He'll be like, I can hear what he's done there. He's just hit the chord four times. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, incredible, though. And like taking the chance to like not just do the thing that you already know how to do over and over. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And then it's opened so many like 
doors of learning. Yeah. It's so thrilling. Like it's it's like I've just properly opened the door to what music could be. And I just want to learn and learn and learn. And I, I'm bummed out that I have a day job in a way, but I love my job, but like I'm bummed out about it because <laughs> I just, yeah, I've just could spend all day um, just pra- practicing and playing yeah. and learning. And yeah, so I'm learning to read music. It's all clicking. Everything's clicking. And there's some fundamental concepts that I didn't know for 23 years from when I self-taught my, taught guitar. Yeah. Like I didn't know that music is all about tension and release like that's all it is with beats or or notes and like it's just tension and that's some that was summarized at some point in a podcast or something and I was like oh yeah <laughs> I had no idea that's what I was trying to do when I was writing a song playing a melody yeah incredible mm. um can we hear a song, can we hear a song? Oh, Sadie wants like, another song I'm just like busting for a song but if you've got <laughs> burning questions I should let you do them <laughs> no let's hear a song yeah, cool. I can do another one. Um, I, may, I feel like I should do a quick one because I don't know. But um, yeah, there was this one. Okay, this one was um, song number 42. <laughs> this was like one, one of, of the, the late cycling on my bike home from work going, crikey, I need a song. Oh, no. And um, and then I just got this melody of like um, that sound. I sung it in Scottish on my bike just going... Like sort of with a Scottish accent, just because I was like, this sounds like a Celtic mm. melody. And then I just I just went with it and I wrote a song um, because I didn't have any ideas that week in the third person about, um, I just wrote what words came out in the first person and it's about, um, I suppose it's about like pursuing art and how that gives you different kinds of riches to actual riches um yeah so it's called it's called um the dreamer these ragged clothes are all i have this drifting light is all i know And my love for her It never left me like It didn't fade with time It didn't go Through many lonesome days I wrote this song for her Only in my mind No strings or bow And on the darkest night I'll sing it silently Upon my frozen breath Warm words of hope And they told me dreamers Come to nothing when I was younger They said music won't ensure shelter For when you're old They told me love It won't ever be the answer But it's my love for her that keeps me going on the road One final storm My time had come Slipped to a dream But I awoke Confused in blinding light Good souls are rushing round 
relief and happy sounds no longer cold they asked my name and smiled your empty pockets held just some old words were our only clue we took your bloods and found it seems you didn't know that you had a daughter once and she's been looking for you and i heard a dreamer comes to nothing when i was younger they told me music won't ensure shelter for when you're old they told me love it won't ever be the answer but it was my love for her that kept me going on the road turns out she never stopped dreaming when she was younger now I tell her hopes will keep you strong when you are old and if they say love it won't ever be the answer tell them it was love that kept us going on the road tell them it was love that kept us going beautiful thank you i quickly quickly cut the solo and then i like went wrong in the last chorus but yeah and that's it like i haven't played these songs so it's like pretty weird like that's the second time i've ever played it well it's brave of you to come live on here (laughs) i've got the lyrics in front of you yeah thank you um okay let's talk about the end of the songwriting challenge what was it like when you finished um yeah weird yeah it was well it was um, only a few weeks ago, and I don't know if you guys have had this, but this year just started really full. Um, so I started a new job um, in the middle of January, had some other stuff happening outside of work. And so, yeah, there was a bit of this feeling of like, that's happening in amongst all of these other freight trains um, chugging on around me at full speed. And um, uh, and then, yeah, trying to manage my first ever school holidays as a sort of um, parent half the time and... Um, yeah, so it it was a bit weird because it's like, how does it feel? Uh, and and I think you'll have all had that. Everybody's had that experience, hey, when you've done a thing, and it it just takes a while to kind of. Um, so this is really nice because this makes me reflect on it, um, mm. and it feels emotional to reflect on it. And mm. it felt nice to um, to look through the fifty two to see the three hours fifty minutes <laughs> on the list of songs underneath it, and just actually think, wow. This is yeah, and and yeah, and then and then there's like what next kind of feeling, really, which is like, yeah. do I keep writing now? What do I do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so are you? Maybe you're quite feeling quite focused on the um, recording project, but do you maybe still have that like Thursday night um, kind of rise in you of like, oh, I could write a song if I had a few hours. I could yeah, get a yeah. song together in the next three days. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or like, well. It's hard to not pursue ideas at the moment because, yeah, there's some, there's two or three. I mean, I, I could, I could have just carried on now, so I could be on right. song fifty six right now. Right. There's half ideas that I've still got, and I still put them into my phone. But what's really nice is to just be able to go. 
I just want to watch Married at First Sight. <laughs> but just, like, because I haven't watched any Netflix or anything. I can't, like, you know, do anything. Um, so it was always just get the get Jack down to bed and then um, get onto the piano, put the headphones on, lamp light on. So, um, yeah, and actually, like, so, so the way I... I stop burnout now is like I have to kind of be quite disciplined around boundaries with things. And so um, right now it's like I'm on term one of piano lessons. So that's my practice. I'm doing piano and inevitably I'll write some songs when I'm practicing piano, like mm. that will happen. Um, and then, yeah, pre- preparing for the 20th of March gig and hopefully getting ready to play um, with them. Um, yeah, with some other musicians that night as well. Cool. Be cool. Yeah. Cool. Has performance been part of the uh part of the challenge or 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 is it kind of a, a byproduct of it not as much as it yeah not as much as it i wished it had have been okay um but uh at the same time yeah when you've got a day job and you're a de- and and you're a parent it was really hard to feel ready and there was definitely there's some gigs i do shorter set gigs um at the songwriter nights at moon with um don mckay and that and songs 26 21 um and and that was fine because it's six songs six seven songs or whatever yeah. and then there was one gig i did last year where it was a smaller about um a paquito um and that felt like an environment where i could just break the invisible wall and be like i'm just just pick a number like and i just had a go and um and uh, and just played a lot more songs, and then busking's been good for that as well. Where you just nobody people are half listening, half not, you know. Um, so there's no pressure, and I can just read through my book of like lyrics and chords, and just play whatever I feel like. Um, but yeah, I think there was definite dips in confidence, and the project dip of every project where it would have been great to have got some validation from playing live, and I, and I couldn't quite orchestrate that at certain times, but. But um, there's an opportunity at Moon, 20th of March, Wednesday, 20th of March. Meow. Yeah. Meow. Oh. yeah. That's not us doing cat impressions. That was just correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We both meow, suddenly meow, started meow, going meow. meow. <laughs> also go to Moon, but if you want to see Ali, go to yeah, Meow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to Moon other times. Yeah. I think I'll be playing Moon in April as well. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, and uh, how. I wanted to ask you about social media because you yeah. seem to be using social media in a new, different way, like as Lost Bird, and especially like putting new song ideas just out there. Oh yeah, and like asking for a lot of feedback. Yeah. Like, just talk about how you what uh, what's your approach there and how you decided to use that. When you don't have that many followers, there's like <laughs> low pressure. No, yeah, yeah, there's no pressure. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I did the Gardens Magic gig, and that was really cool because I was like, that was a Saturday night. Deadline Sunday, I hadn't got a song. So I said, um, hey, uh, I, 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 did, um, I did Lost Bird Bingo because I was like, people will be bringing their friends who are not into acoustic music to just have a picnic in the park. So I was like, for those people, like, just tick off bingo during this set of like, I can see people yawning. I've watched a bird fly over tick. Um, and so I did that and then said, if you'd follow... So that dr- drove people to like the Instagram, which was cool. Um, and then I said, you know, I gave away some free posters, I think, for people who kind of commented underneath it. Um, but then uh, that meant I got a few people following the Insta- Instagram that day. And then the next day I posted saying, I've got, oh, give me some ideas for song, like whatever it was, 51 or 50, 51. Ooh. And somebody said, Wellington trains not running on time. Um, 
And that is uh, a sad thing. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely emotional. Somebody thing. else said feeling alone in a crowded room, which is a bit more like something you'd expect to tap into a song. And then somebody else wrote um, Sam Kerr doing her ACL. Sam Kerr, <laughs> Australian footballer. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Um, so yeah, and I, I yeah, so doing her ACL. And I ended up writing a song that was um, called Last Train. And I just started jo- joking. I just posted the first verse where I was just like, oh, train's a good thing to write a song about because, you know, you can do that in country music or whatever. All the time, yeah. But then the best bit was getting the broken muscle the ACL, in there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, um, yeah, it's about, and it ended up, and then again, like you find the song idea. So I found the song idea of like, um, you know, tapping into some experience, but, um, but this idea of like a coward that took the last train out of town and waiting so i've been waiting for ages but no whistles blow so it starts to sound like oh you're just it's a train late um and you didn't cut you didn't come when i needed you most so then it was then it's flipped the idea and then i used every train met- metaphor going <laughs> in like third and fourth verse. <laughs> but yeah and it's like you tore every muscle um i forget the words now but yeah um so i kind of got it and i was just I was like, and it became this song about yeah somebody who's kept down in their relationship by somebody that is away from home um and saying oh we both we i just believed you when you said you were working late but like that kind of thing um and then finally their final act of that pain is just to leave um on the last train so they can't even follow you and yeah so um it became this song that had a central idea but it was um and it it was cool just to like thread through that's threading three ideas together yeah incredible it sounds like storytelling is really central to your songwriting practice yeah i definitely don't have confidence in that so so that one and then the one i just did just now you know i hadn't really written third person songs but i but i also am well aware that i mean i was well aware 10 years ago that i i shouldn't just write songs that go I am feeling I I I me 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 so I used to just then drop um drop the word and just go feeling (laughs) that was how I initially adapted to that but then um yeah so it's been cool to like all right I'll just again not like who cares if it's rubbish just try and write a song about um somebody that's in my imagination but I definitely don't have heaps of confidence in that but um yeah because I'm always scared of sounding cheesy so lost bird sings on instagram and you know you genuinely take listening to the feedback and incorporating it into songs i do yeah 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 yeah, yeah. because like what's because and that's kind of my day job as well like because i just listen to lots of people and try and put their voice into um into social change so like um listening to lots of like i don't know my stuff the best like I can still have a preference, but actually, generally, I want a twelve-song album with three songs that are accessible enough that um, it brings people to the other nine um, mm-hmm. and lets them listen to the other nine two or three times to kind of find something new in there. And so that's kind of my vibe. Um, yeah, and I do want to make stuff that matters to people and that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very good. I had the thought in the last song that perhaps it needed a fiddle. Um, yeah. Oh, true. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. What you and Lost Bird it used to include yeah. um, a wonderful fiddle player. Any plans to incorporate other kinds of yeah. musicians yeah. or expand the band? So 
part of the intent of calling playing under the name Lost Bird way back in 2013 was that it would one day be a band. Like I wanted it to be a band. I didn't want it to be me and my name and I, 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 me, me, me. And yeah, so for many years, um, played with Oliver, um, yeah, Oliver Vetter, um, who is amazing fiddle player and it gave us our sound and we, that's who we were. We just were Lost Bird. Um, neo apocalyptic post-apocalyptic folk duo um <laughs> i don't know i just made that up but yeah that's who we were um and yeah and, and then um family you know we had families mo- and then oliver's moved away to gisborne and he's playing in some mm. great bluegrass stuff up there oh, neat. um so definitely if i get in the studio it'd be cool to invite him in and do some stuff but um and definitely yeah really keen and i'm really keen to collaborate on if anybody is listening who wants a player on their stuff and not songwriting um, I would love to like develop my own musicianship because I've got kind of like all the gear now I do at the moment. Mm. So um, if somebody was happy to have 10 out of 10 enthusiasm with five, six out of 10 musicianship, I'm there for them. Um, but yeah. And um, what is what does that um, recording uh, project look like for the f- following year? Do you know where you'll be or how you'll approach it? Don't really know how it's going to look yet. But oh, um, sure. yeah. yeah, so, uh, so it's finding... All, all yeah, yeah. still... You know, I know, up in the air. I know that we'll find a producer. We'll settle on sixteen songs. We'll find a producer, and then I think I I'm just willi- willing to be guided by some expertise in the music industry and the and the friend that will su- support a little bit. But also, I know some stuff that's really important to me and what I want um, it to sound like a little bit. And one of them is um, lap steel pedal steel. Like I just adore that instrument, and I want that all over the album <laughs> and there's not heaps of pedal steel players in New Zealand um, right. so yeah but we'll see so it might be it might end up being kind of a semi-remote um, yeah project I love that um, and I would love to hear one one last song cool. um, to, to finish up for today yes cool okay I will do that um, uh, I'm going to try and find one I kind of need my Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, let's play a fun one, shall I? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were all sad. No, actually, this is a good... This is a, <laughs> well, a fun one is... Um, i just got to find what number it is. Oh, here we go. Yeah, um, so this was... How long have I got? Oh, ten ten minutes. Ten okay, minutes. Cool, so I can tell can the you, intro. But can you just explain, too, for... Um, any non-musicians what what the we do deck is that you were just putting on oh that's your... a, yeah that's just that's a capo so um it just uh, raises the pitch of the guitar so i can play a chord here or mm-hmm. i can put the capo on here and play the same shape but um get a different chord yeah okay yeah that's good <laughs> all right cool that's sorry good. little interruption um, i just had to ask yeah so this one's uh this one was a song that started writing uh i jo- as a joke around song 10 right but it, it came out as song number 36 when I'm short of ideas. Um, but my partner woke up in the middle of the night laughing in her sleep. And I went, and I woke up because somebody's next to me laughing in the dark. And I said, what are you laughing about? And she's like, oh, just, just Betty pretending to be dead. And I went, oh, okay, cool. And then fell back asleep in this sort of half awake slumber. And then in the morning, I was like, what on earth was that about? And my partner's the hairdresser, Betty's elderly, not elderly, um, an older client. And um, yeah, Betty was in a dream pretending to be dead um, and uh, to trick her husband or something. And so <laughs> I just kind of went, Bertie, I dreamed you were dying, you were sitting on a... And kind of got this like thing that sounded like a death 
ballad, but um, it turned into a day, like kind of a death ballad, I suppose. Yeah. So it's called Blood Moon Betty. Cool. Betty, I dreamt you were dying in the darkest part of night. Betty, I dreamt you were dying, I need to know that you're alright I weighed a black river, slow, slick, cold Reflected in the water, saw a sunken soul Oh, Betty, I dreamt you were dying With a blood moon rising high Betty, I dreamt you were dying You were sitting on the end of my bed Betty, I dreamt you were dying You held your cards close to your chest You fell to the floor with your eyes hard closed Your body went stiff from your head to your toes Oh, Betty, I dreamt you were dying In the shimmer of a blood moon glow And the wolves sang Dying, your frown was firm and fixed. Betty, I dreamed you were dying. I held a mirror to your lips. It was clear as crystal, not a breath of mist. Sometimes we're gone before we ever lived. Oh, Betty, was I really dreaming? Must I fix my broken mind? Betty, I dreamed you were dying. I dug a deep, dark hole for you. Betty, I dreamt you were dying I went to get you from the room You were standing there with a grin as wide And a look as deadly as cyanide Oh, Betty, was I really dreaming? Must I fix my broken mind? And the wolves sang Like I'm dying, is this the way it goes down? Betty, I'm weak, I'm dying, tell me one thing now Was it something I said, something I did? Was it the way I held you, the way we kissed? Or does love burn brightest when it's at its weakest Making ashes of our souls? And the wolves sang favorite oh cool thank you <laughs> so much fun there's a vote um great Ali Witten uh, Lost Bird on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM um we're we're gonna end it there I think Sadie's yeah. gonna play us out with a song but Whoa, don't forget you. to go to Meow yes thank you for having me oh, what, what time is your gig at Meow do you know uh yeah seven o'clock doors yeah. Seven o'clock on March the twentieth. Twentieth of March. Um, thank you so much for coming in thank and playing you. brand new songs. And good job on your song challenge. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs>
Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I want to, you know, see that spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, I'll it flick in. it through. Yeah. Totally will. Yeah. yeah, love a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, uh, how about I play one of your recorded songs? Um, I'm just going to go entirely on on length, actually. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that one is, I, I'm really attracted to Grace's Got Green Eyes, but it's a little bit short for short our purposes. One. So you, you don't us, get strong to the from an easy life is what I will put on, and I just realised I just completely hadn't organised that. So here we go. There comes a time when you need the darkness when your muscles can hold the love that your heart does And your wasted words write no hope or promise You're waiting on the winds to shake the leaves Or waiting on something you ain't never seen Tears just dry with the brush of the wild wind And your hope withdraws like the birds don't sing They're bedding down or heading north Across the mountains, across the seas, to the warm We can get used to almost anything We can cope with constant pain Yeah, I found out the hard way Whatever went wrong Wherever you're hiding Honey, I got a feeling That we're losing something Yeah, I've seen that look All a thousand times don't get strong from an easy life So give me the winter Give me the bleak, cold
That programme was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.